my name is Michael Bozzi. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing, where I teach you the soft touch marketing techniques that I teach to my clients and to my students every day, every week, and really glad that you can be here. So today I want to talk about creativity and that creativity is a business imperative. Now I'm pulling this quote from a book called The End of Advertising, Why It Had to Die and the Creative Resurrection to Come by Andrew Essex. I left a link in the show notes for you because it's a great book about just, as you can tell, the changing landscape of advertising. It is changing fast. And there were a couple of concepts that really jumped out to me. So I spent last week talking about how no one actually pays a price for making bad ads. And my suggestion was... Maybe we need advertising offset credits. Uh, That was a fun little exercise. And today I want to talk about creativity and how it's affecting advertising. And look, all of content marketing as a part of a content strategy in the way that you talk to customers, communicate your brand value, give people the language to use to talk about you to others when they're advocating for you, if you earn that right, if you are so lucky. Now, one of my favorite parts of the book, let me turn to it here. It's on page 205 to 208, and it's called 10 Principles for Better Advertising. And I'd like to quote directly from the book. Principle number four is, quoting from Andrew Essex, always assume that no one gives a shit. He uses a little acronym, N-O-G-A-S, no one gives a shit. Make them care. Our ability to tell interesting stories is what separates us from other species. Say no to your lizard brain and actually be interesting. Create ads that people want to seek out, not screen out. Accept that anything superfluous will be instantly discarded. Be the thing not just the thing that sells the thing. Try a little harder. Hire more quals if you've got too many quants. More than ever, creativity is a business imperative. Recognize that great ideas are rarely produced by committee and almost never flourish under fluorescent light. Yes, 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 yes. Creativity is a business imperative. I love that so much. Let's get some creativity in there because here's the thing. No one's going to mind if an, if an ad is uh, creative, it's genuine, it adds something to your life. I, the, the ones that bug me are just the ones that interrupt you for seemingly no reason at all. Do you ever think when you're on the web and you open an article or you're watching TV or you're listening to the radio or whatever it is, do you ever think when you hear an ad, wow, this, this is why they interrupted me for this, a bland me too message delivered by stock photo models, people who never use the product, who obviously never use the product, nor have any intention to scrubbed and sanitized, devoid of any emotion except for the needy sort of obsequiousness of sales. And brands are spending a lot of money on these ads with seemingly no direction whatsoever. And yes, look, I know there are exceptions to that. There are exceptional ads. There are good ads, but most of it is dreck. And the broadcast media, TV, radio, Facebook, they just take 
their money. And yes, I included Facebook in there, right? It's a little different method, making it seem like your friends like the brand that's being hawked, but they're just an ad platform, nothing more. And as I said a couple episodes ago, trouble is brewing for them. I left a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. Now, these platforms, and especially Facebook, could offer some editorial input to make the ad better. After all, whether you like it or not, it reflects on the medium, the platform, just as much as it reflects on the advertiser and the agency for that matter. So you ran a terrible ad on your TV network? Guilty. You ran an annoying spot on your radio show? Guilty. You shoved shitty, no-value clickbait into my feed, Facebook? Guilty. It's your platform. It's not just the brands who are to blame or the creatives in ad agencies who are nothing more than boss pleasers, optimizing for team harmony rather than taking a stand on what's quality content, what's not. Compromising. It's never a good word. Right? The outcome is always less. It's always been compromise. It's never a good word. Everyone ends up looking bad in the process. No one wins. And I don't care what the client wants. Just because they're paying doesn't mean that you can't tell them that their ad is more noise, mental pollution that should be subjected to those advertising offset credits that I talked about last week. And if everyone ends up looking bad in the process, why do we keep doing it? Let's take a look at this. Ads serve the awareness phase. I got to be aware of you if there's any hope of me ever buying your product. But you have to ask yourself, if you have a space there, wherever that is on the internet or in the physical world, is an ad going to make that space better? It's not likely. It's not to say, you know, I mean, look, ads don't have to be bad. They can do some important things. So first, let's assume that the product or service that you're selling is going to do some good in the world. And it's not just exploitative for you and my audience. I know that's all of you. If that's the case, then marketing serves a very important purpose. If done right, it can get you to know, like, and trust the brand in question. It doesn't have to be deceptive. It can be done in an honest way. Advertising exists to serve the awareness phase, right? If I don't know about your product, I can't purchase it. But advertising relies on content, which means that all the rules of content marketing still apply and how I wish that people treated it that way. But it's true. Your content needs to do at least one of four things. One, to educate. Teach me something that I don't know already or, you know, get deeper into the nuances of something. Two, inspire. Get me charged up about something. Make me want to take an action. Three, enlighten. Open me up to a new way of thinking. Change my mind about something. Or four, entertain. Make me laugh. Make me cry or feel some other real emotion. In other words, make me glad that I watched your ad, right? This is the, it's the same thing in content marketing. If I read a piece of you, yours, if I watched a video, listened to a podcast episode, am I better off now than when I started? Did I get something out of it? And if the answer is yes, that was a good ad or a good blog post or a good video or whatever, you get the idea. 
So how do you do this? I break it down into two, two things. First, get really good at writing or producing video, creating podcasts like this one, anything that will help you be the thing, not the thing that sells the thing, as Andrew Essex says, right? Get people to know, like, and trust you by being a human being whom someone might like and trust, right? And this is a skill just like any other, so don't tell me that you can't do it. I mean, you write emails to your customers, right? And you can write a blog post. You talk to your customers on the phone, right? Then you can do a podcast. Now, the tools are out there. You just have to learn them. Now, I teach this stuff so you can learn them from me. That's, I'm assuming, partially why you're here in this podcast. I offer free help uh, like this podcast in my blog and some inexpensive help in the form of an online course. Check the show notes for more information on that or just go to controlmousemedia.com and look, just learn this stuff. You don't even have to call me, hire me or anything. It's just free help from a practitioner like me who does this every day. And it's all centered around a skill that you need in the new media environment. And there's no obligation. Why would you not take me up on that? It's free. Okay, I digress. Second thing you can do, and especially if you're not willing to do thing number one, you know, get good at writing, producing video, whatever, right? Or let's be honest, more likely if you don't have the time to do it. Hire someone. Get a writer. Get a video producer. Get an audio engineer. Get some help. So back to Andrew Essex for a second and the 10 principles for better advertising. After talking about creativity as a business imperative, he goes on to say, again, quoting from the author, the ad industry is lousy with inbreeding. The industry can't evolve without mutating the species. Import artists, storytellers, investigative reporters, typographers, poets, and particle physicists. Anything to shake things up. Yes, yes, yes. Get creatives involved in your business. Real creatives who will tell you when your ad copy is crap. Real creatives who know how to make a visual design reach off the page and grab you. Real web designers who can make your site actually carry a customer path rather than just sit there inert, doing nothing, looking pretty. Writers, real writers who know back-end SEO so that you're not publishing your blog post into the internet void. And that SEO thing is a personal favorite of mine right now because it's the biggest request that I get from incoming clients. This is cool, right? They get it now. They understand that your stuff has to be easily read and indexed by the Google bots or you're invisible. No games, no black hat bullshit. SEO is a writing problem, not a tech problem. You need a writer, but not yesterday's writer who can give you copy. Today's writer who can give you sweet, sweet web, mobile, and voice searched optimized content. And yes, you can reach out to hire me. I do this stuff. I love this stuff. Hit me up at controlmousemedia.com slash contact. Put the link in the show notes. But if not me, then please get someone else. Preferably someone who follows this podcast, blog, or has taken my online course, or one of my students at Emerson College. Someone who knows how to do soft touch marketing the right way in the right spirit. Effective and efficient. No more shouting into the void. No more interrupting. Creativity is a business imperative. 
Now, I don't know how to say this any clearer than what I'm about to say, but heed this imperative or you will fail. The rules are changing fast. Consumer behavior is changing fast. And you don't want to be the guy selling print subscriptions to a subway car full of people reading the paper on smartphones. Don't get left behind here. Get creative or get help from a creative. Today, it's the chance to get a leg up on your competitors, but tomorrow it might be you playing catch up. Now is not the time to be complacent. It's yours to learn. All this info, it's all out there. Just go out there and get it and then put it into practice. Learn from your mistakes. It's really that simple. And call on me if I can help you. I'm rooting for you out there. All right, that'll do it, folks. This is the season finale. I'm taking a little break. I'll be back in 2018 with some new episodes. I got some great stuff planned. I got a series on starting a business um, and something I've been working on for a while, which is an SEO bootcamp in podcast form. So you don't want to miss that. Um, As I said earlier, super important uh, to publishing stuff on the web. So subscribe and I'll let you know when it's ready. Either, you know, you can do that in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. I do that in Overcast. That one's my favorite app. Or you can do so at controlmousemedia.com slash subscribe. I'd love to have you on my list. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. It's been a great season. It's been my honor and privilege to have you along. Really do appreciate your attention and I'll see you on the other side. 